for the last couple of days. So, uh, anyhow, uh, welcome to Racers Alley again at Mutiny Radio, and uh, we'll get back to you shortly. Let's get the show together, and uh, let's put on some, uh, maybe some plinsoles. We'll see you. Say 
Racers Alley here uh, on Thursday, a beautiful rainy day over here on the mission, and uh, about 6.07 here, and uh, shortly we'll have uh, Mr. Wade Boyd and Robbie Motor Tire Guy, and uh, we'll have a nice conversation about uh, Wade's uh, new used bike and uh, how that runs, and uh, but right now, uh, just let you know that uh, Tokyo Moto, one of our big sponsors here, uh, just moved from uh, 50 Otis to, to 50 Daharo, and uh, you can actually call them right now to do some, uh, you know, uh, light work, and uh, next week we'll pretty open proper and you can actually go down and check out the shop it's it's a wonderful new place over in 50 dahara all right tokyo moto has moved all right all right we'll be right back and enjoy racers alley soon cheers
Racers Alley. So yeah, nice rainy uh, evening over here in the mission. And uh, tonight uh, we have Wade and uh, Motor Tire Guy Robbie. And uh, boy, oh boy, uh, got some new things coming and going. Uh, we were just mentioning uh, Christine's El Camino and how that's running, and uh, everything's working well. Just a little drill hole to get the drainage out. And, uh, <laughs> Robbie's the same way right now with the rain. Uh, if you have any leaks, it's a good time to if, find if, them. If, in if a, you have old cars with old rubber and the rubber seals uh, crack, yeah, the rain will 
show up. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time to fix all your gear as well. If you need new boots, you'll know it. Right now, I'm kind of needing new boots, new gloves. Uh, top and bottom are all right, but uh, yeah, definitely you just know the gear you need when it I, starts. I, I, got, I got a new jacket. Oh, uh, yes. What did you get there? I see that. Uh, see, uh, I went to Cycle Gear. Sidichi. Sidichi. One yeah. step up above the built, but uh, no, it's uh, a good jacket. My 10-year-old jacket, the zipper was blowing up on it, and I'll miss it because it fit like a glove, and this one, I'm still getting used to it. It's not like glove yet. It's good, but not like familiar 10-year-old glove fit. Yeah, it's and, still got uh, the new jacket feel and art art and a little crispy. But had to, yeah. had to do it. 10 years old, it was it was time. Yep. Mine's, mine's getting there as well. 10 years seems to be the time I get as far as gear goes, uh, you know, uh, as far as... Uh, just starts to wear and starts to leak and you know the flies start attracting around it that type of thing i mean uh Wade, right now, I mean, uh, you've changed your your setup a little. Where you're wearing, uh, uh, what do you the, the the gear in between, right? Yeah, I got an arrow stitch. Yet uh, they will get wet, especially when they get old. You can't old. seal them good <laughs> enough. Old or whatever. Anyhow, I run a, a regular rain suit underneath. Whether yeah. it's a frog togger or this or that, whatever, even the yellow thing, I run it underneath. I don't care if the suit gets wet. I don't get wet. And then Christine got me some waterproof socks. Ooh. Not, not sure where from, but get yourself some waterproof socks. I have a question oh, about waterproof yeah. socks. How do you wash waterproof socks if they're waterproof? Good point. You, you don't. You just, a tree falls in the wood. No don't get there. them dirty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the frog togs, I've heard a lot of good things yes. about them. Thumbs and, up. I uh, use the pants. Yeah. And they're like 25 bucks. They're cheap. Yes. And they they work. You just put them over the top of everything else. Yeah. We have them at uh, at my shop at uh, Tokyo Moto and um, uh, that's where I'm going to, to go next because I believe that's what you put in between your arrow stitch as well uh, you like those they breathe yeah, I, I don't lose my pockets and stuff and it's easier to get on and off I did cover it one time but it seems to go better this way and, and the rain suit should last forever they don't always um, the cheaper one will blow the crotch out or something but it doesn't get abused and it doesn't really get wet it gets moisture on it when your suit gets wet yeah, exactly. So it's as far as a, you know, uh, a layer. The frog togs are a nice way to go. Great outer layer, and they're cheap. Yeah, no Wade armor. It as a medium layer as well. I That's mean, weird to wear them in between. That just kind of weird. I, if it works, it works. No, it's, a, it's right now my my Alpine Star textile that are over ten years old, probably more like fifteen. That's what I've been thinking lately. Put the frogs in the middle, and at least then my jeans will be dry. But I'll still have all my armor because they're really the paper thin. Literally, yeah. Try, try them. Yeah. Try them as an outer layer. I mean, it works for him as an um, well, inner medium. Is that would blow away at 100 miles an hour? No, you but know? you, I mean, you wear your yeah. armor. You wear your normal jeans and armor jeans or yada yada, and just wear the togs as, as the top layer. Yeah, yeah. I'll try. I try. Try it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I approve. Nice to not to have things flowing around loosely. I guess is the easiest way to put it. You know? Yeah. Well, back when, when I needed my pockets, it was really for the toll bridge, you know, which now they don't stop anymore. So you almost don't need your pockets. But yeah, you, suits, rain suits really work. Yeah, you know, um, it's something I'm going to have to invest in uh, soon as well. I mean, uh, my Alpine Stars I got in 2004. Five, I believe, over at Berkeley Honda Yamaha, one of our sponsors, and um, yeah, it's they're just plain wear out over time. Like I said, Robbie, ten years, and uh, that's a snazzy looking jacket. And I believe those boys have a great warranty. I hope I don't have to use it. So far, so good. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Wade, you, you run that gear, right? Which Sidi- one? Sidi- 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 yeah, yeah, actually. 
um, like the gloves are two-year warranty and stuff. That's really what got me onto them. Their stuff is very comparable with everything else. I'm running their boots. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, you have their helmet, you have their boots, you have their yeah. gloves, and Robbie's got their gear. And I had a friend who had that, and um, uh, a couple of times the zippers went out in his leather jacket, and he was able to take it back. Uh, their warranty has changed a little from lifetime to two year, but that's still an exceptional warranty, and they just went, uh, replaced it with no problem whatsoever. Yeah. Well, no. Cycle Gear, uh, you know, there's Built and Sidichi, and they're made by Cycle Gear. It's not somebody else, and they middleman. It's their own own stuff, uh, yeah. exclusive to Cycle Gear. And so... So uh, built is good. It's their basic uh, stuff. Yeah, and Sugichi's like one notch up. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice stuff. Yeah, uh, everything works. I've seen is is, is uh, actually a very good price as well as uh, you know uh, everyone seems to really like the the, the fit and, and the finish overall. Yeah. The one thing about these jackets, uh, my big complaint is when you buy them, they come with like these uh, these inner layers for warmth, mm-hmm. and this jacket had like two inner layers for warmth, and they're kind of janky, but they're warm, and I like just rip those things out. I don't want them. I just want the outer shell jacket <laughs> with the armor, not all these inner layers for five degree weather. Well, and I mean I, some people. People are a little more willowy, so well, yeah, I, I just wish they. <laughs> I wish they'd sell this jacket without all that inner gear. Like there's an option for. I don't need all this inner gear. Just mm-hmm. I want the the cordure outside jacket with the armor, and yeah, all they, of it seems to come with this inner gear. They give you all the bells and whistles. Yeah, and I just tear that stuff out, and it goes in a bag. Yeah, well, it, it might go uh, well, you riding to, in the snow one day. You never know. You yeah. got that new FJ, so I, I bet you that'll come in handy one of these days going across the U.S. Well, I, ho- I hope I don't have to ride through like snow, and but <laughs> if I have to, boy. I was just watching a video on the face of my book. Did you see that tour group that was going somewhere? And it was just like, must have been USSR or something, but it was just they, pure They snow. all fell down like see that 10 way? feet. It, it was hilarious. These things were just totally like uh, adventured out. Big old boxes on the side. Yeah. I think they were adventure uh, KTMs or the Beamers, but they were, they were, they were the big tall bikes, which I always felt are a little, um, little uh, awkward. But anyhow, um, yeah, it sure looked like that wasn't a hell of a fun adventure. They were just going every 20 feet, but boom boom and it was it was crazy wasn't it yeah it was like, sure was holy moly if that's you what know. you call adventure going kaboom well kudos to those guys <laughs> i mean uh, it was just like i imagine cryberry crybaby canyon you had to get through there or you didn't i don't know where their next inn was or their pub or their bar the next place they were going i bet you they weren't going there they were going to stay for a while and defrost but boy oh boy i mean the way these guys were going it was like the opposite of going through the sahara I mean, it's if you if you yeah. stay, you're gonna yeah. die. You know, yeah. so, wow. everybody's got to get to the next destination, and we yeah. gotta go. Yeah, that that short little video really did show it. It was, it was quite incredible. Where were they when they saw the? I don't know, like Siberia. Like where the, were they? Well, they had the funny like writing on, on the on the lower website, so it could have been Oops. you know, uh, you know, Becca stands or anywhere where it was snow, mm-hmm. fucking cold as hell. You know, but uh, boy, you had to give credit to those guys. I mean, they were just like uh, each helping each other get up that type of thing. Uh, yeah, they had it was to. Quite incredible. And with all the luggage and everything, and the, I want to say the BMW funny cylinders. Luckily, they didn't really fall over all the way. Yeah, well, they was, still had to struggle, and it took you know, three guys to pick up a bike, and every ten feet. Exactly, and I think uh, part of them boxes also helped it from going all the way over. Yeah. I mean, they they were really loaded down, which the kitchen sink easy. exactly yeah. uh but it was it was yeah might as well been in a sandstorm yeah you know, so we have crazy. nice weather it only rains politely <laughs> here yeah how so anyways uh let's segue into that i mean uh boy oh boy we mentioned robbie getting new yamaha and uh first time wade i believe you've been out on the uh, cbr 1000 uh, that you just got in 
and uh, uh, 2005, six, five, four. 2004, 2004, CPR 1000 yeah. RR, and uh, first time on the SMR. How was it? It went really nice. Surprised everybody that I wasn't on a blue bike. <laughs> yeah, I did show up. They go, what? Who are you? Did you try to play it incognito at first to <laughs> make people wonder? That? I can't hide. Can't hide. <laughs> Yeah, even, the, awesome. the, even the cameraman who's not supposed to be there, he goes, I saw you go by. <laughs> How come you're on a black bike? Yeah, so uh, as far as that, uh, you know, there's always different characteristics on motorcycles. I mean, uh, boy, I think, uh, wait, you're mentioning it's 20 years later. Uh, now you're on the black CBR. Had, uh, and it sneaks R1s. up on everybody. Nobody hears me coming. You yep. just see a black dot disappearing. It's a stealth yeah. monster. Yeah, that's it. Stealth can be good. Well, uh, you know, characteristic-wise, uh, you know, you were mentioning it's just smooth. It's like a sewing machine. Uh, yeah, definitely totally different just, on the wheelies. Uh, way to dance. It's so much stealth that the uh, Sam, uh, what is it? Uh, the Marin Sheriff uh, can sleep a little more now. Yeah, see, they won't hear me out there. <laughs> Right? Yeah, so you were mentioning, I mean, um, not that we, uh, well, actually, uh, yeah, the power band was different uh, compared to, uh, let's say, the Yamaha you always had. And basically, uh, it was so linear, you had to kind of adjust your riding style. Yeah, it's, it, I, I missed a couple wheelie bumps and stuff. You're a little late. You're not revved up enough. It's, it feels like an overgrown Honda 100. If you're not on the gas, it's, it's shutting off. So you always have to uh, be aware of uh, where you're at and just driving driving yeah. forward i, I felt know. like i was going slow through some corners i could go a lot faster but it it's it slowed down instead of just holding its own where i thought if i was on yamaha it would have continued the speed it's like oh no i'm slowing down dude's behind me's gonna run run into me so, so you're saying more uh engine drag engine compression braking yeah that's what i was wondering is it more compression braking or is it it's yeah i'm gonna say it seems sounds like that seems like that and i get to hear it so it's like ooh, i'm the only <laughs> one that gets to hear it yeah it's yeah, so yeah. quiet but it, it it feeds the sound to the to the rider and you know you blink and I'm on a race bike. So, so you're commu- it communicates well with you then. Yeah, really nice. Does the uh, awesome. power kind of come on at eight or nine, or is it kind of smooth the whole way? I barely got there. That's when I want to say, yeah, I got the carburetors open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the second fuel injectors that, come on. That's about when they, they, oh, they actually opened up. There's a difference. But it didn't really jump at that point, or I haven't, I haven't got to where, oh, there it, there it a, is. You need a dry day. It was still cold and yeah, damp. Yeah, and it was my first ride yeah, on it, on. so I'm being nice to it. And, and tires are yeah. learning how to lean. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Every, They've never everything. leaned over before, so. Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> rah, rah. I just don't have rubber peeling uh, off uh, the yeah. edges. Suspension's getting, yeah. you know, warmed up. I mean, you're used to getting used to that compared to the last bike with almost no suspension. You know, yeah, uh, the, it's oh, nice yeah, to feel the front end. It's so yeah, nice. Yeah. The rear is just, uh, I want to adjust it a little bit. The front just goes, cush. Oh, oh, uh, there wasn't a bump there. Yeah, compared yes, to the last was. of your pogo, and you know, makes a huge difference in the, as, as, as far as also, um, you know, with confidence and trust, you know, you can have much more fun rather than going, uh oh, let's see what happens, you know, that type so, of thing. So, does the back feel a little too stiff or it rebounds a little too quick or rebounds too slow? What's your, you got to play with it. It's, it's full, all fully adjustable. Yeah, I haven't touched it yet. Um, I'm, I'm, um, it's a first time out. You yeah. got to feel her er- out. Eric is learning from Rich about it, and he 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 said you need to do the Dimitri, which is two clicks on a rebound, <laughs> <laughs> two clicks out. Yeah, yeah. look yeah. at out. the look at the tire. See, Turn it all the way in and two clicks out. You need to do out. that. But so 
Oh, he's it, listening, by the way. He said a, hello. <laughs> yeah, on a, on a small bump or something, you hit, it has a nice little kick to it. It's like, oh, I shouldn't kick quite that hard. Yeah, just a little. The front, the front totally takes it, and then you get a slight kick in the back. It's like, ooh. But it's otherwise, it's so nice. It's, you know, minimum adjustments and stuff, and everybody's in trouble. Yeah, it's quiet. <laughs> yeah, so all the boys like the, like the, the new colors and such? Colors, it's one color. <laughs> one color, black. Black right. is a color, right? So, yeah. It truly uh, is. I, I love it. I'm dreaming of purple whatever, but I'm undercover. <laughs> I, I, I wanted yeah. to put a, a Batman logo on it to go with the, with the with Batmobile, the but Batmobile. you can see that. Yeah, or I'm right. so undercover right now. So. Totally stealth. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. And uh, I guess uh, one of the boys now needs to bring out his uh, ZXR14. ZX14. Uh, yeah. Big Mike. He's yeah. got to work on his bike and bring it out. He's yeah. Gonna be, he's, he's riding a, a V-Strom, and it goes really good and everything, but it only goes half speed. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully I'll be out there soon with you guys. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, some uh, changes uh, between the R1s. I'll get my Oleans back and get my steering dampener on and uh, with a fresh set of tires and uh, go on from there very, very soon. It'll be very Ooh, nice to be able to tires. go back out there. And uh, yeah, with you as well. And uh, How long has it been? Time. It's been it? uh, no, probably at least, uh, boy, I don't know, five, ten years, imagine. That long? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a million. A million. I mean, well, no, I went out with the V max for a second with wade and uh we flogged the hell out of that bike you know he was slowing down but we did have a good ride on that yep you know just pushing that big old whale around and uh it was a lot looser after i got back actually but uh i was still able to just you know just rail the hell out of that bike but uh yeah it's been it's been quite a while i think the v max might have been even the easter ride at, at that time i don't know i forget but uh how many know, that easters was, ago that was, that was three years ago <laughs> at least you know uh it's been a long time and uh you know things get in the way and you just have to just plow on from there and hopefully next year uh well no plan next year is to get uh, racing very soon uh, next, next year is this here. year we're already here yeah, so <laughs> get on next it month i guess you would say actually geez you Better. know uh, we're moving the shop right now and uh, uh hopefully uh well actually no matter what the shop would be together by the end of the month and we're gonna have a nice opening party over at tokyo moto and uh it's a great looking shop boy oh boy you know it's a lot more showroom we're gonna have a lot more eye candy more free beer you know, um, yeah, Robbie Moto Tires uh, guy's <laughs> going to bring a keg every week, apparently. Uh, he's got to get a kegerator uh, license. But uh, anyhow, yeah. Uh, yeah, talking about that uh, next week, Tokyo Moto will be fully open, and uh, soon we'll have a really nice uh, opening party, and you guys all got to check it out. And uh, yeah, talking about that, let's say uh, some uh, thank you to some uh, sponsors. Uh, let's thank Benders for always helping us out, uh, especially subculture racing. Anytime we need to actually do something, Benders has a shindig, and we're able to do our job, right, Wade? Yeah, you know, they beer. Everyone there, and uh, yep. yeah, we're able to have raffles and uh, good old times, you know. Yep. Uh, you know, they're always helping us out. And uh, CC Rider Toe, hey guys, uh, we'll be seeing you again. We've been gone for the past month. Thanks, guys, for always helping us out. Cycle Toe over in the uh, Cycle Toe over there, Rich over there in the East Bay. If you ever need anything, he's the best guy to get you, get you, get you in. And Dave you know. Cycle Toe. Uh, also, uh, Robbie wants to say Dave Cycletoe. Robbie, if you want to say Dave Cycletoe, open up. Say, 
What? Shout out to Dave Cycletoe. Shout out to all Dave these, All these guys are good old guys. CC, Dave, yeah. you name it. Just uh, give them a call in your time of need. They'll take care of you. Exactly. And our friends at Molotovs, thank you very much for just having a clothing drive just recently. Uh, mentioning that, we're going to be having another clothing drive uh, over here, uh, over at Pops Bar and the Mission. And, uh, you know, it'll be actually the last week of the month here. And uh, we're looking at really uh, the 29th. That's Tuesday. Tuesday. Please show up at Pop's Bar. Bring all the clothes or canned uh, canned food you can, and uh, let's give out to those people right now who are really having troubles. Uh, you know, as far as uh, all the rains and getting cold and all that good stuff. So uh, thank you, Pop's Bar, for having that. Uh, Moto Hub SF, RER. Mr. Demo was supposed to be here tonight, but uh, he's, he's busy working. Beer. He should be uh, working. Oh wait, he's working. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Beer or what are the what? other about? What? That he's work? doing. Yeah. A, he's doing a mitzvah. Yeah. He's working. He's yeah. He just sent me a, a, a little text he's having a good time and uh, says hi so yeah if you need any work done right now i mean uh, things are going robbie's actually leaving for a second he'll talk about that in the next uh, next segment time, here and uh yeah so motorhub sf will be the guy if you need any uh in-day work done you know he'll come to your house he's always good at uh, basically uh personalized service to, uh, you just talk to him and you can either go there or you can come to your house whatever you want to do and uh, monkey moto school rar you know always uh uh, guest here and a wonderful and uh, he's actually I believe still on a trip for the more three No, he got back a week ago from oh, Port, Puerto Vallarta the bum oh, Port, oh yeah Puerto Vallarta must yeah. be really cold over there his birthday etc yeah. uh, friends <laughs> that kind of alright yeah how are you alright so we'll be back in about uh, a little bit of a break give us a couple of minutes maybe ten and uh, we'll talk to you soon cheers
first, man. I never got any action anyway.
someone to hear your prayers, someone who cares, your own personal Jesus, someone to hear your prayers, someone who's there. Feeling unknown and you're all alone Flesh and bone by the telephone Lift up the receiver, I'll make you a believer Take second best, put me to the test Things on your chest, you need to confess I will deliver, you know I'm a forgiver Reach out and touch faith Reach out and touch faith Your own personal Jesus Someone to hear your prayers Someone who cares Your own Personal Jesus Someone to hear your prayers Someone to care Feeling unknown and you're all alone Flesh and bone by the telephone Lift up the receiver, I'll make you a believer I will deliver, you know I'm a forgiver Reach out and touch faith Reach out and touch faith Reach out and touch faith Reach out and touch faith
Folks said that I grew up early. All righty, righty. Welcome to Racer's Alley here in the heart of Mission at Mutiny Radio. And, uh, you know, talking about Mutiny Radio, Pam Tassik runs the place here. And they always have, a, you know, comedy festivals and such that's coming out there. We, we have some comedy festivals coming soon. And uh, on Mondays, uh, if you want to be a comedian, you can come here and have the Pam Tassik's Comedy Workshop, which is wonderful because uh, what you do is a bunch of newbies get in and sit in front and kind of critique each other and uh, less stress. You know, I can imagine, uh, you know, uh, watching comedians here for a while. I mean, it's one of the hardest things in the world to do. I mean, it's instant gratification or instant, like, you're lost. It's worse than being a writer. You get to see it live, you know. And, uh, you know, people don't laugh. All of a sudden, you got to tough it out. And I've seen great comedians here, you know, uh, working on their stuff. They, they, they tough it out. Uh, they even make jokes. Hey, no one's laughing, but I still better. got a minute and a half here. So I'm just going to yeah. still, still talk, you know. And, uh, you know, to be able to talk after no one's laughing for a minute and have another minute, that's brave. And uh, the longer you do it, the better you get. You know, it's like riding or doing anything. You know, sometimes you got to crash. Sometimes your art sucks. Sometimes your food sucks. But, uh, you know, in the end, the more you do it, the better you get. And uh, if you love it enough, you stay strong enough, you'll be able to do it more and more. And uh, so anyways, uh, you know, Pam Tastic's uh, Joke Workshops here on Mondays, I believe, around 6 o'clock. And then on Fridays, I believe, she has a show as well and uh, one of these days when I get glasses I'll be able to tell you I think it's between 6 and 8 <laughs> uh, happy hour open mic and between 8 and 10 is Pamtastic's comedy clubhouse on Fridays so yeah so 6 to six to six to 8 you got the happy hour open mic here at Meet Any Radio and then uh, 8 to 10 you have the uh, Pamtastic comedy clubhouse and like I said you know Mondays you know come on down and uh, there's a you know a place to learn how to uh, you know uh, joke workshop learn how to write jokes and uh, get critiqued and uh, go from there that's from six to eight on mondays and uh pamtastic's great here and she runs the place and she's doing everything she can to help anyone out and uh if you look at our our schedule here at mutiny radio www.mutinyradio.fm uh you can always get the shows uh sunday through uh so basically seven days a week uh, pretty much from uh 10 to 12 uh 10 a.m to 12 p.m and there's a many many different types of shows through each day and uh boy uh once i get my glasses i'll be able to read you uh, and they, people can more. call in yeah people can always call in we'll as never well answer. <laughs> one of these days i'll learn how to answer the phone or care about answering you know gotta watch out for saboteurs but uh, no boy you know we have one of our friends uh wade's pal uh just recently just tried to get a hold of us but uh, you can always call us here at uh mutiny radio 415-550-0511 and uh you know uh if i can figure out how to answer the thing there's a red button. There's a red light you know, that blinks. I'm told. Yeah, be, uh, no, there's no red light, Robbie. You know, <laughs> unless I'm on drugs. It's a, usually a white light over there. Uh-huh. But uh, anyhow, yeah, you can always give us a holler four one five 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 zero zero five one one if you have any questions. And it would be great, especially if you're a racer. If you have any questions about the Isle of Man, or you know, uh, we always talk about uh, that in Australia and uh, just generally racing AFM. Uh, you know, where uh, Wade does where I've done WSMC, and we've run all types of motorcycles and. Even more so, uh, you know, uh, Wade does run uh, uh, uphill, downhill, circle track, you know, uh, three-wheelers, pretty much everything, right? You know, all types of motorcycles. So between us, we'll always be able to, you know, answer questions. Robbie Motor Tire Guy can, you know, answer a lot of questions about uh, tires and uh, such like that and uh, how to get them and uh, make the right choices. So, uh, you know, you can always give us a call, 415-550-0511. Right on, right on. So, anyhow, 
well, let's uh, move on with the show. Uh, we were just mentioning earlier, you know, uh, Mr. Boyd here just got a, a really nice CBR 1000 RIR in uh, 1990, uh, 2004. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And it was from Robbie Moto Tire Guy he got it from. And uh, Robbie's had that bike forever. And, you know, uh, that being said, it's uh, it's been really, really well kept. I was lucky enough to get my 1999 R1 uh, from some dude in uh, Dublin, uh, California, and uh, I paid uh, four grand for that. I think uh, Wade paid around four for his uh, for his R yep. uh, for his CBR 1000 RR, right? Yep. That's right here. And then I believe Robbie Moto Tire Guy <laughs> paid four for his FJR 1300 uh, 2005. Uh, 06, uh, Gen two, the first year of Gen two. Gen two. And uh, that being said, you know, you know, um, Wade and I have wanted uh, new bikes all our all our all our times. So he's, he's had more new bikes than I have, I guess you could say, in a certain respect. And um, it's nice to have new bikes, but nowadays, you know. Um, they're almost too fast, if there's such a word for it. But uh, you can no, no, they're get... too expensive. Well, they, <laughs> no, well, no, no, that, no, they're not too fast. They're too All expensive. Right. That was my second line. <laughs> if not that, too expensive. Thank you, Wade. Right on, right on. He doesn't believe in too fast. And the, the fact of the matter is, yeah, you could easily get in serious debt. I mean, um, however, you know, um, nowadays there's a lot to be said for something used, uh, and they're they're still fast. Well, I mean, the four truly, four thousand, I mean, five thousand range gets you a bang big bang for the bike if you find the right one truly no i mean just that budget range for something 10 years old that's well maintained and well kept and not high miles gets you a lot of bang for the buck you can get almost anything right across the board and um, that being said you know you're not 10 grand in debt but like wade says i mean i haven't had the new ones i mean uh, over the years i i I, you gave me your uh 2000 i think uh four or five r1 five five for my birthday and it was fresh only driven to church on Sundays. But yeah, it was a great bike. Uh, it was a real surprise. It was my birthday, and Wade goes, "I got you this," and uh, here I got I got this 2005 R1. It was awesome, and I had that for a short time, you know, until the cars killed it. But uh, that being said, uh, then you had the 2009 or 10 R1, right? I got a 10 about that. Yeah, time. so you had a couple of the newer generation R1s that uh, you know, uh, new bikes. Now I have a lot of friends uh, come into the shop. I have a lot of friends who own the new triumphs and such i mean they're ring dingers i mean you give it gas they they really go like stink you know that's yeah. the difference and that's what you're mentioning wade uh, not too long ago as far as sunday morning ride you know uh compared to a 99 r1 compared to some of them boys you know it just it's easier for them to go rather than to work to go get there no a 10 year old bike hauls ass on the smr i mean okay the new yeah. bikes have five more horsepower for twice the price for three times yeah, the price you got more. five more horsepower <laughs> if that's really gonna be yeah. make the difference of the track maybe on the street that five horsepower means nothing yeah but some people Very just little. need need a new bike. They need the new shine, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's more than five horsepower, Robbie. But um, yeah, I mean. Um Truly, I mean, I know people who buy new bikes all the time just because it's the day of the week. You know, must and, be uh, nice. Must be. It truly must be nice. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, it's unless it's yeah. a business expense. You know, your students throw your bike into the wall, and insurance pays off, and you just buy another bike for future students to drive into the wall. Well, I, I, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-oh. Anyways, uh, I imagine who, who is that? <laughs> yeah, where are you? Uh, I imagine you know, it's it's. Each bike has a different feel, and like you know, a lot of people, uh, I guess they go through them like uh, to find the bike they love, or they just 
buy bikes because it's a thing. I mean, because uh, it ran out of gas, you need a new bike. Well, I mean, wait, uh, your new bike right now. I mean, um, yeah, it's a total different feel. You know, the clip-ons are funny. You, you did a lot of uh, uh, small adjustments to make it yours. Yeah, it's it changed ever so slightly already. It's really happy. Um, it wanted wanted to go out and and get outside, and I'm happy to do it. <laughs> happy somebody's doing it. Yeah, well, actually, it's a win-win. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's, totally. a, it's a new chapter as far as the CBR 1000RR, Robbie. I mean, you've ridden it. You've been very nice to it, and uh, I'm sure it's seen uh, with Mulholland, right? Oh, it's uh, yeah, I've seen Los Angeles a little bit, but mostly up here and yeah. Marin and Alice's, and I think I went to Tahoe on it once. But uh, it's just not a comfortable long-distance ride. So it got mildly flogged around here, and now it'll get uh, seriously flogged, which is good. <laughs> no, it's going to go on a nice Sunday retreat and, uh, yeah, really go, pop, 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 pop. You know, that's awesome. You know, and uh, so, you know, uh, basically, you know, the conversation just started around for four grand, really. If you're lucky, you can really find a nice motorcycle. Four or five grand you will know, do it. Four or five grand. Yeah. I mean, you can buy, you know, something nice out there. And in true, it'll be, a you know, 90s or 2000s. Thousands, no, early, that 2000. But um, yeah, yeah uh, just depends, and uh, you can, you might find that right gem out there, and uh, it makes a difference, you know. Uh, insurance and everything else. I mean, how fast are you really going? And what's neat nowadays? I mean, when I go out there, interestingly enough, uh, boy, nice classic bike you got out. You know, it's well, a 1999, and, and it's a classic. <laughs> another big you know? bonus is financial because uh, California, with all their taxes, tax tax you know registrations went up but i think uh vehicle registrations are based upon a combination of age and current value well we're and old enough now or hopefully no, we'll get cheaper yeah insurance. no, no it's not about insurance it register well insurance too but registration might the reg is like 110 bucks a year because it's not new it's not expensive anymore exactly. we're, we're a new r1 a new super tenere god those are well, 14 anything, grand really. i mean that's gonna be that 400 dollars a year i'm guessing well yeah, same thing i, I mean Something like that. That's why I have old cars. Old cars, old cars. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, I mean, Christine could have easily bought a new Toyota truck, which my friends go through, you know, new cars and stuff. And, um, yeah, what do you have? You have a monthly payment of $500 to a $250, blah, 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 all, you know, insurance. And you got a $750 payment for a car for the next eight years or four years. And then you turn end up uh, selling a new one. So, yeah, we're all getting into this buy and sell stuff. But, yeah, nice to have your own thing. You don't have to worry about that and everything else, you know. (laughs) You got payments or you got to work another way to to make something that's, get something that's paid for. That's the yeah. struggle I'm doing with kind of with the Batmobile, so I, I paid for it. We worked on it. I'm gonna doing it through a buddy, and 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 in a, in a, when I come back in a few weeks or so, blah blah blah. And you know the Batmobile should show up, done, ready, running. We had to do it ourselves and everything, but it's going to be paid for and nice and mine. Yeah, exactly. Ru- rumor has it you're supposed to be selling some other bikes. Yeah, I got three <laughs> or four in line. All right, so uh, subculture racing. Wait, what are you doing, buddy? Sell, 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 sell. All yeah, right, we so. barely know how to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm selling my a 98 R1. 98 R1, which runs today, really good. Um, I got a, a was it 03 SV1000. Nice V twin. It stopped running for a minute, so I have to go adjust it again. Um, it ran yesterday. <laughs> no, it's running great. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> so, yeah, it has a fuel pump problem, so I got to go through that. We'll that that, that one's next, but it's 
I got I can't play with it till I get back from Australia. So there's there's a hold on that one. Then um, I've got a GS eleven hundred. Yeah, I want to talk about that, Wade. You know, you mentioned that the other day on yeah. Monday, and uh, is that like uh, the uh, Team America Australia type of bike? Yeah, exactly. So so and my my mechanic uh, Eric Lindauer is going as my mechanic. And he's racing my KZ1000, which I built for Australia. Yeah, and uh, we're going to segue into that, actually, Wade, because uh, yeah. this will be our last show for a couple of weeks. And uh, you're heading on. Uh, you're going, uh, I guess, down under. Yeah, yeah. You are. But and, anyhow, uh, back to the other one. So I got this GS11, which I'm building, in theory, just for that. It's all stock and everything. It's got, I put my kit on it. Uh, the fiberglass kit just like i did the other bike that one's black this one's wider you really got to see it on the face of a book or yeah, you need, a, we'll you need a, a, a picture and anything but you need a racer's alley face of a book thing but yeah you got to look at this book like the goosey he's uh, racing over in australia that's all custom-made fiberglass uh wade has been doing that that's a whole different story for a different time since forever and uh, to be able to really make this, uh, you know, wonderful, you got to make something out of nothing, and that's a story I can tell you about from the aisle as well. And uh, that yeah. bike looks great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So those aren't my fairings, actually. <laughs> on the God goosey. damn it! <laughs> well, I'll just take that back then. We got a great deal from Race Tech. Race Tech uh, helps us out. <laughs> but yeah, I stop. I, I, I'm not really doing glass other than to sponsor my team and whatever I need and my friends. Um, where I used to do glass and, and make all that stuff. So I kind of know how to do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I moved a, a whole lot of molds in your backyard at one point. And yeah, you made, in the 80s, you pretty much made glass for anyone. Uh, and all the, a whole ton of bikes, actually. A whole ton of models. Yeah, I had all, all kinds of stuff. I, start, I did it until I, the factory really came out with everything. And then, so yeah, it was mid eighties. Uh, so the RZ five hundred came out, and I had to go get a job so that I could buy an <laughs> RZ five hundred. Yeah, worthy, worthy sacrifice. Yeah, I collected hundred dollar bills till so I bought one, and then oh, it was so great. I turned around and bought another one. You, um, uh, in the late nineties, I got a really shitty job on a phone on a, you know, dot com company. Because I had my eyes set on a, a Triumph uh, Speed Triple. Uh, in the end, what happened was the uh, R1 came out in 99, and then everything, it was just, uh, I had to have one. So you everything were that changed. Way. Yeah, I mean, I, it, there was a time that I did whatever it took to get that bike. So that, you were but, able yeah. to do that with a 502 stroke. Yeah, they, were, they didn't come, weren't coming to the country, and nobody could get them. They wow. didn't exist. And, and yeah, and so my dad and I both wanted one. He was going to get one. He never got his. What a mistake that was, Pops. What a mistake. Yeah. What do you mean um, they weren't coming to the country? You, how did you, you get they them? they were for sale? Well, uh, the first one, somebody from uh, Golden Gate Cycles was a mechanic or whatever, and he had one coming in, and somehow he got another one. So he, he got one. And he goes, I got one coming in, and it's due like next week. Wow. And I want X amount of. I, I went down to go down down to the shop, met him, handed him like five thousand dollars. Couldn't believe it. And then I'm on the freeway. Yeah, I just the handed dude at dude, the shop. You gave him five grand to get you one. Five grand large. Yeah, to get you one as well. So he, he, he got one in he, cash. He goes, go to the airport and pick this up. 
And yes, so sir. <laughs> I got a piece of paper. I go to the airport, and I'm on the way. It's like, he better really be telling the truth because I'm in the middle of nowhere. I just gave dude $5,000. But we get to the airport, and they go, oh, here you go, Sonny. Here's your big box full of what? Oh, wow, Christmas. I was the happiest kid in the world. How big was the box? What, what it it was like? a bike box. It was a full motorcycle crate full, box. Full size, okay. Oh, that's awesome. And we took it home, and it was brand new in the crate. And Holy like, moly. It smelled brand new. It did air. Red and white? Something. I mean, sometimes what? they'll ship it with the front wheel off or something like that. Yeah, darn. I had to put the front wheel yeah. on. Yeah, I had to assemble it. Oh, shit. Ow. It was- uh, red, white, and black. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, color yeah. scheme holy moly yeah so the yeah. first one I got was actually from Belgium so it was red and, and it has little sparkles in it and it has a little flicker headlight flicker beep 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 get out of the way I'm coming down the autobahn get out of the way <laughs> so it was a stock uh, street bike yeah license plate wow. all the whole yeah. J- jazzy yeah yeah and then holy so moly. it was so good I went into Canada and I bought another one so wow. that's the RZ that I normally ride. The D I turned into the race bike. Gotcha. I was wondering which yeah. one got okay. turned turn into the Cabo Camel. One of those. The Z was the Cabo Camel. It was <laughs> the street <laughs> bike. <laughs> I left street <laughs> pipes on it. I built a double. If you put a tank bag on your on your tank, that's how high I made the gas tank. <laughs> So it's you quite just, incredible. It was higher than that. I think you read you know, a little. It's really quite incredible. There. Like I said, yeah. we got we got to get a racer's alley. Yeah, there's uh, a picture of that. Yeah, and then I did the same thing was. to the seat. And then so I'm going long distance. So I put another gallon container, plastic gallon container, in the fairing as a oil container. So I held, carried another gallon of two-stroke oil. I just <laughs> double stacked my headlights. So my fairing grew hot tire, hot, uh, taller, my oil thing grew taller, my gas tank thing grew taller, I had a stock motor, and it would do 100 miles an hour for 1,000 miles, no problem. No oil injected, problem. so you had to make a bigger tank oil to tank. do the oil. Two-stroke R-R. oil, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember seeing pictures of that monstrosity, and it just went and went and went. It was a camel. I'm, I'm good for 200 miles easy. <laughs> wow. And, and I barely, on a, I, on a, four stroke, a two-stroke 500. Yeah. I just, uh, just barely stayed out of, re- out of uh, the pow- real power band and just cruise it's a little heavy when you take off but the farther you go the lighter it gets and then it wants to go racing you find some corners sure no problem well i guess you just look around the hump or <laughs> yeah periscope <laughs> over the hump yeah you got a big oh uh, yeah a little shoulder rest while you go around the corner yeah. i guess well, my, my my other buddy was uh Rich, we were in a uh, uh, welded shop, construction, or not construction, but we fabricated stuff. And anyhow, he took a Honda 750, and he put 30 gallons on that thing. Unbelievable. And then he, 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 he put this weird chair-looking thing. He moved the gas tank, and but he had these two giant things around the back. He had like 30 gallons of gas on that thing. And gas weighs how much a gallon? It weighs a, a lot. Imagine. So seven yeah. times 30, seven pounds well, it's a just gallon. Like a, you yeah. know, how much does gas weigh? Gallons? Exactly. He got pounds. there. Listeners, call on how much does a gallon weigh. You are. Uh, 200 pounds of just gas. Yeah. Well, the thing else also, it's fluid and it sloshes from here mm, to there. So theoretically, yeah. you have to be able to shut one off and put the other on like yeah. an airplane. So Otherwise, yeah. you just got to be weird. Yeah. He slowed down in a corner 
car and he fell over and he took three guys <laughs> to pick him up. So he said never Lucky he again. Lucky didn't blow up. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah. He said Somebody never spoke. again. Where mine actually worked perfect. And I learned it from this other guy on, that was on a Beamer. I was on my stock RZ the first year. And so I started running bigger fuel and stuff. And then so the RZ had a, had a problem and stuff. I came back with a katana the next year yeah i, and I, I remember ran, seeing a picture of that I ran uh, two five gallon cans on either side i think it was on the uh, rear like a yeah. like a, like saddlebags. a saddlebags plugged in and everything wow. and yeah i won <laughs> and then um the second one i i, I stacked them and stuff had a problem and it it, it should have worked but it, um the handle hand guards Hit the bottom tank, and I had to defuel it because it cracked the tank. Ooh, Ooh that, so, that's uh, yeah, that's a bomb. So it blew, are, yeah, so it blew my time. I was supposed to win and even beat, and then there were no rules. There were no rules, and then so Ray goes, "Oh, we gotta have a new rule. We gotta have a rule because we need a fuel tank size limit." Blah blah blah. So those guys have a rule. So now we have an eleven gallon. Um, hmm. Fuel tank size rule rules because because somebody just beat Ray. Yeah, rules. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, do you think the wait? A uh, uh, question about that. Do you think is um, is that where they got the uh, you know the uh, iron butt? I mean, because you know that that's a whole different thing where they go they across an iron butt. No, I mean, I'm talking about um, yeah, going longevity with all, having the extra tanks. I mean, did they have that uh, when you were doing that? A few of us did and everything was uh, lined in. You were told actually to have a small one and if you can line in yeah, from the the distance between Constitution and La Paz, you're not going to make it at 100 plus. Gotcha. So you got to have a little like two and a half gallon thing on the back. And so we pull over and we have a break, a safety meeting, just, you know, about the midpoint and stuff. And now is when the time you dump that in because you're not going to make a pause. Well, you also mentioned at one point, um, boy, you know, if you have 10 guys that are waiting for gas, that gas, that gas stop, if you're all going together, ends up being an hour of gas stop because everyone's got to fill up. You're waiting for each other? You're waiting. Yeah, if you're, so if you're you should want to be other. there first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No problem. Oh, I'll see you guys in an hour. Yep. Bye. And Bob's your uncle. Because <laughs> these uh, bikes, they don't get great mileage at 120 miles an hour. At 80, they get good mileage. No, they're going fast. Yeah, yeah you're doing 130, job. 40. Yeah, they don't get good yeah. mileage. Ball rally. Cannonball yeah. rally yeah. type stuff. You know, I was really coming, cool. coming back. We turned turned it into a rally. We did it a couple of years. It's on and off. But we last time we did it, so Ray and I are coming back. He's on like a 1400 with a big old fairing on it, like your new bike. <laughs> cruising, like we're cruising at 130, 140 or stuff. I'm on yard one, anything over 115, I got to tuck in. So I'm laying on, yeah. t- I'm living down there, all but sleeping. I'm awake, but turn the throttle and, and his bike will go faster than my bike and it gets a better range than my bike. So he just ran me into the ground. Why don't you just He just puts up the windshield and he's smoking <laughs> a cigar. He's all relaxed. You know? He's having a yep. drink. Yep. And you're all laid and up. <laughs> Is that when you got the front windscreen, the tall one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but same, still same kind of thing. He's still sitting up smoking a cigar, and I'm still laying on <laughs> yeah, this martini yeah, cigar exactly. behind the like, big windshield. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, roughing it. Yeah. And and so and so we're cruising, and and yeah, my fuel light comes on, and I'm doing 130 miles an hour, and it's like ah, oh, 
whoa big trouble you know you, that's good for 20 miles like the millennium falcon yeah, having at, to drop out of warp speed yeah, because yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I, you can down. see where you're gonna stop you do the math and you can see where you're gonna stop you gotta turn that throttle off you start coasting coasting yeah <laughs> Yar, yar. All right, we're going to take a little bit of a break here and uh, be right back and uh, talk about some traveling episodes. Everyone's leaving soon. Cheers. Now I've tried to hide What is in my frame of bubble to the boil, yeah. How will it end? I ain't got a friend My only sin Is in your grin But what did I do To be so lonesome for you you do that, all of your coworkers will think that you're going to brilliantly point out something on that slide that they all missed. You don't have to say anything. You can just kind of look at the slide and nod and, and then go, okay, yeah, let's move on. Um, and it'll immediately make you look super, super smart. 
Um, I worked at uh, Google for a while. Um, it was fun working there. It was all about being googly. Uh, the new Googlers were called Nooglers, and uh, the older Googlers were called Greglers. That was anyone over 30. Um, they had some trouble coming up with the name for the black Googlers, though, uh, so they decided to just call them Jake and Sean. Uh, they figured that was the easiest thing to call them, yeah. <laughs> um, there was, a, there was some trouble with, with sexism there, um, but you know, being like one of the only women there, people are like, oh, it's really hard being a woman in tech, but it's not that hard, you know? Here's my advice. If you're a woman in tech, be prepared. Be really prepared, but not too prepared, because then you'll be uppity, okay? You want to be authentic, but you also want to hide all of your thoughts and feelings at all times. <laughs> You want to smile, but you don't want to smile too much because then people will think you're flirting. But you don't want to not smile because then you'll look like a bitch. What you want to do is just look like you're having a stroke.
just heard right now you can get thirty dollars for giving blood you know how come i didn't hear about that boy maybe more but uh, everybody's giving away for free you can actually right? go in you know, like boy thirty dollars is like if i do it enough Pine i might be able to pay for some racing uh, yeah it's like 65 dollars for an entry fee for racing so yeah boy maybe people literally pay some blood for racing hmm 
we'll think about that so anyhow uh, both our boys are leaving for a while next uh, next next week i'll just be working on turntables and figuring out how the studio works so you hear some janky telephone. shit and the and, and the telephone if you guys call in you know i'll pay uh you know give me a give me a whatever and he can really yeah. hang up on you right exactly <laughs> and i'll never answer the phone anyway you know how that is robbie anyways uh yeah boy oh boy so uh mr wade boyd uh subculture racing uh you and our mess uh our, our, our pal mr uh, lindauer correct yep eric lindauer palo pal and uh a mechanic a man extraordinaire that i've been trying to get here for the show for a while but uh i guess he's really busy and i don't think he lives close enough to be here but uh we're gonna work on having some um how do you say uh satellite interviews and such in the future i uh i just got a monkey from uh india and i'm gonna train it actually to have a mic and uh, go to people's places so working on that really soon just got to get out of uh you know vaccine shit and uh, we'll have that soon and and uh, so, Wade, talking about Australia, when are you leaving? Sunday night. Sunday late afternoon, night. You are. And uh, going there, and I believe Robbie's been there at one point a couple of years ago. Yeah, four years ago. Uh, that must ago. be a long flight. Uh, it's, a, it's a tad long. Just whatever you do, never. Don't do it the way I did through uh, Thailand and then through Kuala Lumpur and then to Melbourne. It was the worst. Uh, yeah, it was a long, long flight. But uh, that was a long wow. story. Wait, uh, how how uh, how are you going there? You just go straight or through Fiji, straight if possible. This time we're going L.A. to Melbourne. Uh, we've been we've been to China. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Yar. Uh, wow. See, I've never been across that pond that way. And um, so, how how many hours are we talking? Uh, first of all, Wade, at least eighteen. Eighteen mm. uh, going to straight up. Yeah, is it from direct, L- is it LA a to flight? Melbourne, eighteen. LA to Melbourne, mm. hard to get out of that. And uh, Robbie, how how was your? How many hours was your flight? Did it? Uh, well, I, I did. I did it differently. Or? It was uh, combined with a Thailand trip, and um, so it's you know seventeen hours of Thailand. Never do it direct. You change planes in Japan, or change wow. planes in Hong Kong, or something, or South Korea, and then so it's ten, ten hours of Japan, and then seven hours to Thailand. So it's a total of seventeen. Just don't do it direct. It's it's pretty brutal. Jeez, yari yari. No, that yeah. just make me happy in any way, shape, or form. But at one point, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, Wade's tried me, and I will get out there hopefully next year, uh, God willing. And um, boy, oh boy, that's that's one of them things. It's like, and uh, Wade goes, "You do it because you have a purpose, dude. You're on a you mission. Know, you're on a mission. So suck it up." But boy, oh boy, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, it can be hard. It's like it's almost the hardest part. Well, yeah. Uh, Just don't crash. Take some melatonin. Well, uh, Robbie, you have your certain prescriptions, yep. but that seems to be a longer flight. Uh, so it would work for Wade, too. The trick is, if you can nod off for four or five hours, six hours, it makes a, a big difference. If you can't nod off, you get pretty wrecked getting there. But I, I, I swear on the times where... Um, you know, I've done it right, and I have the right stuff. And I nod off for four hours here, eat eat their food, nod off for another four hours, and you wake up and you're there. And that's the best thing when you can nod off. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Wade, you're a professional now. I mean, boy, this will be your fifth time, sixth time, sixth time. At, Holy moly! 
Wow, that's awesome. Six years out there now. I mean, you're kind of a, you're a name out there, just like you're at the aisle. What do they call you? Are you the Mad Yank? What, what's your name no, over there? They just say, good day, mate. Good day, mate. <laughs> hey, Wade, how are you doing? You are, you are. That's yeah. awesome. Some people you say, know. hi, champ. We, we did actually win there twice. Yes, that's, that's cool. You know, I mean, really didn't think about it till right now, but boy, that's six years since, uh, since you've been going there. That, that's a great deal, really. Being yeah. Team America that long, you know, and a very diverse uh, boy. Probably uh, maybe five different vehicles, five different. Uh, yeah, uh, more, probably at least more than that. Um, I've ridden a sidecar every year except for the one year that they didn't have 13, 14, probably 15. So um, the first sidecar was here, uh, your sidecar. Yeah, I, I think it was 13. We took it in 13, 14, 15. They had sidecar racing in the first two years and not the third year. And then they came back with the um, sidecars again. Anyhow, I rode solos in those years. Uh, between the sidecars not being there. And uh, so uh, first time you took your sidecar from here, and then what did you ride solo in between? I rode a 400. And okay. the second year I rode a GSXR 750. Okay, what was your 400? What year? FCR, it was uh, SCR 400 RR. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, oh, was, boy, oh, boy. Oh, it wow. was such a neat little screamer. But it turns out it had a speed limiter on it. Because it was a street bike. Just like it, the, uh, VF, uh, the CBR we had at the aisle that one year. Yeah, same, yeah. Oh, it no. said it did 113 miles an hour. I was dreaming. Supposedly, everybody said 135. Yeah. So I'm dreaming 130. It make it makes so much noise. Stop. It tries so hard. You think you're doing 135 miles an hour? Damn it! I really did until they told me I was doing 114. It was like, oh, I backwards. got one mile an hour over the numbers on it. Yeah. I was like so bummed. I was like, whoa, really? Oh, that changes everything. I'm in well, so much trouble. See, we had that problem with the 400s before, but must have been a beautiful bike. So uh, was, that yeah. as well. So you had your sidecar, the 400, and then from there. I built the KZ-1000. The KZ-1000, okay. And the last two years, I rode just a sidecar. I rode the TZ-750, and then I rode the Norton Rotary. And all five of those are very, very incredible machines. That's what they call a classic and, uh, race. I got some yeah, classic yeah, I mean, stuff uh, yeah. they were all very and, dynamic and machines from front to start. But, uh, yeah, uh, as, you know, just incredible machines, especially the uh, TZ and the Norton, which were sidecars, I believe. Yeah, totally. They're yeah. sidecars sponsored uh, by classic. Doug Chavez and Ozzy, my best friend, best mate down yeah. there. Doug Chavez. So he was running a, a 500 Koenig. Have you even heard of a Koenig? A Koenig. Is that a we rotary? We were on Team Exotic. Is that Swiss or Finnish? Or is that a rotary? It's, Danish? It's, what is it's that? A, it's, a, it's like a BMW, a po- boxer, a pose twin thing. With, uh, it's a two-stroke. It's water-cooled. It's air-cooled. It comes on like a tractor and turns <laughs> into a two-stroke. But it kind of flattens out, so you got to shift. Shift. So you got to keep on it. Wow, yeah. on the boil. Yeah, is it? A, it's a two-stroke. The 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 Koenig is a two-stroke. Wow. Yeah, the, that's the, awesome. The, and the the rotary rotary is uh, kind of like a Mazda. I told I told him it made a noise. I think we overheated it. Yeah. And, and, oh, I I thought I heard a rod knock, so we we stopped. Yeah, yeah. But we finished. Well, we finished three races. What a dynamite, great ride! And and hats <laughs> off to Doug. 
and, yeah. and his, all his elves. It was great. So you're going to be back there in uh, lighter things very, very soon. Yeah. It'll so be summer there and hot, not it, rainy it's and summer, they, dark. They here. got a, a heat really? wave going down there yeah. right now. Uh-oh. A total heat wave. You, fry you get cooked in an hour. You can fry a shrimp on the sidewalk? Probably so. Well, I believe uh, Wade <laughs> We don't uh, need a Barbie. We just put them on a sidewalk. <laughs> I believe he said you love a, a certain a burger out there, a kangaroo burger, yeah? A kangaroo burger, yeah. yeah. It's really good. You only get it in Australia. Only there. But, oh, yeah, well, it's really good. Awesome. You know, it's like um, one thing Wade's always tried to teach me is like, uh, Alex, just like, you know, to experience new things, you know, and, uh, you know, try and be happy overall. But uh, also it's just like eat different things. And uh, more than once we've, you know, gone to different lands and uh, tried different things. And I love that, that the fact that, uh, you know, he said that. And uh, whenever I can, I try and do that as well. It depends, you know? depends where, you, where you are. <laughs> we can't get in kangaroo around yeah. here. Got to go to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> we got buddies that went on, a, they're going around on these uh, dual purpose tours and stuff. They went to Africa. Yeah. You should have seen the menus that they were throwing yeah. out. Uh, no frogs and the, scorpions with the meat market like there the meat market yeah. well it's just like you also eat bugs bugs part of the staple bush meat whoa yeah, yeah a bunch of yeah whoa 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 yeah <laughs> is that our, all our boys who went to turkey is that uh, that, that that tour uh, yeah they went to uh, africa i think part of africa the year okay. before oh the year before yeah we got to do that wade actually for the price that they're doing it and yeah. uh beautiful got a bunch of boys out uh, that we know and um last few years they've been going around the world so to speak and uh boy oh boy you know i think this year they went to a turkey area uh, uh and uh you should see the roads because i mean uh, it just, it well, it just morocco uh, yeah morocco yeah morocco i'm sorry that's always uh, had a dynamite time yeah time of their life everybody the, wants to rock the casbah well it's just like yeah. on a motorcycle you just uh, just like uh, people come here to uh, do our uh, a coastal ride and they just that that's beautiful for them either you're going down south up north uh, you know um that's like over there. They got their beautiful stuff. Yeah. I mean, Tour, I, tours. They got tours everywhere. I wanted to do Machu Picchu. Yeah, they, yeah. Got tour, they got they got tours <laughs> everywhere. Here, there. Exactly. It's you actually know, big business now. Europe. Yeah, I've always wanted take to do a, a take tour. Take a tour business. somewhere. Yeah, I dare you. It's crazy. You know, it's like, yeah, uh, got the money, able to do it. Yeah. I've yet to be across the U.S. myself, yeah. but uh, one of these days I'll There's buy a, myself an FJR 1300 and then go with Robbie. And go to Peru. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, go across the well, we can go there with that, but yeah. uh, just go across the U.S. You ever been across the U.S.? I've driven a car across, and yeah, up, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah to, to just drive straight across. We just did Daytona and stuff. There's nothing out there but highway, and that's kind of oh, all boy. you want to see. But there's nothing there. In a car, if you want to see America, you gotta turn left, right, whatever. You gotta go through the little towns. You gotta go see America. You're not gonna see it on the highways. Probably yeah. 66. You're not going to see it on the highway. Good wisdom. Good to hear. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get there. You're not going to go see everything in between. Got to turn left and take the secondary roads and everything else in between. Yeah. Take some time to see America, so to speak, which, you know. Hopefully we'll do one of these days. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, uh, Robbie, you're you're leaving here for three weeks. Yeah, February fourth, off to uh, Southern Thailand, to uh, Phuket and Krabi and Koh Lanta and the 
Adaman Sea and oh, the God, the food's oh, so much seafood out there, like jumbo <laughs> shrimp, tiger shrimp. Man, they got yeah. elephant shrimp out there. Mm. There's some huge prawns. I mean, it's just gnarly out there. Some wait, <laughs> right? Wait, stop wait, in, love seafood. Stop in Fiji. <laughs> stop in Fiji on the way to Australia. <laughs> we had, we had the jewel of the sea from yeah. France. Uh-huh. Oh boy, uh, that's a whole shit. different story. Yeah. Well, it's better in Thai. Food's better in Thailand than uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so my warm beaches cold beer and get out of the rat race uh, the rat race is good for a while wow. but the key is to, to enjoying the rat race you got to get the fuck out of the rat race sometimes yeah good. yeah sometimes you good go oh dimitri yeah yeah it's like you're being yeah. dimitri you know like yeah. you like to get out and uh, get out and uh, yeah i guess you know i don't know what that's like to just uh, go somewhere it's like and, going to the racetrack oh well, yeah well wait, wait, wait and i went to the aisle and was, copina and you did copina you got well, out. that was neat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, that was a great vacation. But, um, you know, uh, my main job I'm was still to working. Live. Yeah, <laughs> mostly, that was a working vacation well, for you. Just, I but it was vacation. Like, um, but it's well, on it those lines. You know, it was, yeah, it was a wonderful vacation because it was a working vac- vacation, so to speak. But um, yeah, you know, it's uh, been a long time since I've been able to sit, you know. Um, you know, just recently I had two weeks off because our shop's changing. I was like, well, got no. to Danville. Well, no, I could have gone to Oregon. Yeah, you know well, the rain. What are you talking about? And Not stuff. now. No, what I'm saying is, um, but sometimes no, it's nice uh, to be home. Last too. two weeks. Yeah. Last two weeks, I could have gotten the fuck out of here. You know, and R E R. You know, uh, things are fluid. But um, yeah, it'd be nice to go somewhere. You know, and um, hopefully we'll do that soon. Uh, now we all got the new bikes to be able to do it as well. And uh, yeah, go from there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're doing yeah. Oregon this summer, right? No, you're not going to Oregon this summer. No, we're, going, gonna, we're going racing. That, okay. The first thing we can do is go racing, and then go from there. Yes. But you were yeah. riding. You're riding to Oregon this summer to go see Carrie. I mean, Oregon. Yeah. No, I blew that in the last two weeks. I should have been able to go, but you got to wait in fluid motion for working. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, well, we'll see. It'll still um, be there. No, um, Wade, we're going there because we got to go race in Oregon at one point. Hope so. They have a racetrack too. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, go out there with the sidecar. So yeah, we'll be in Oregon, Robbie, and you'll be there too. Actually, you're gonna be a pit crew this year. Yeah, <laughs> get that six three six going or the R one uh, and the R one, and yeah, we'll be bringing, out there in March and start uh, start going. Bob's your uncle. Bringing easy yeah. up and a cooler and some chairs and right. Summertime you got a nice racing. truck and yeah, uh, going from there, you know, and uh, go yeah. R-E-R. So, yeah, Wade, you know, I got to say, uh, I really want to wish you the best of luck this, uh, you know, coming up this next couple of weeks. And, uh, boy, it's going to be a whole lot of fun as usual. Just get to go out and see our friends. Bob's your uncle, you know. And, uh, you know, um, like you always say, you make friends, have fun. Uh, you know, if you're not having fun, you're not having, you know, you're working too much, you know. Yeah, and make some friends along the way. Exactly. You Makes know, it even better. that for a while, you know. And uh, want to thank you. Anyone? Any sponsors? Um, Doug Chavez, who supposedly is not going to be there. There's a, another race somewhere else, so they're all going to go over there. You were mentioning that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so there's, there's, there's a big race event on the same weekend. Yeah. Where they are, where it's for points. On the other side of town or something. But it's for points. Yeah. It's for, yeah. yeah a little yeah. more important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a, a little expensive. Whatever the, whatever the wow. situation is, they're all going there instead. Um, they didn't get enough entries, so sidecars are canceled so i'm assuming yeah. he's not going to be there but so anyhow you never Doug know until it happens is, is my 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 mate and my hero 
and best friend down under awesome thank you doug for being there you know rer you know uh let's look anywhere we go it's always nice to have family and uh each year you make more and more and more friends you know, yeah, we were totally welcomed into the sidecar community down there. It's just like up here. We all sat together, had munch together, had some beers and talked about this, that, whatever. And, you know, did everything. And it was just like up here. And Kumbaya. Exactly. Kumbaya. <laughs> when we left, we said, well, we, we can't take this stuff with us. Who wants one of these? And we had dynamite time. Yeah, I mean, um, the you know, it's like a... Wade and I have done a had a, had a few adventures, I guess you could say, over over the years, and a couple of times we were at the Isle, uh, Isle of Man, and um, the second time was a third time was over in Argentina uh, proper. Uh, with our friend Go David Paredes and all our boys. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it was very, very neat. Everyone embraced you. I mean, uh, holy moly. They give I you mean, bikes. Uh, here, ride my bike. Let me take the exhaust off, and here's my bike. Go ride it. Well, you know, um, I was lucky. Uh, the first year, I had my R1 99, which I actually own right now, a different type of uh, different bike. And uh, Wade had his, and, uh, you know, Christine was out there on a the sidecar, and the second time, we had different bikes. And the third time, I had my 600. And yeah, I mean, um, we wrote our things, and everyone is out there really nice. Argentina, you know. they gave you bikes. They're your local sponsors. Well, yeah, yeah they did. Well, we've, well, we're always lucky to have sponsors right. and have friends to help us out. In Argentina, that was just a very odd. Um, uh, well, it was an anomaly, not odd. Uh, I was sitting there. I was living with Wade. I was on the couch. Uh, times were really, really hard back then. Uh, it was right at the uh, where everything blew up. Two thousand nine. No one had jobs. And uh, Wade put me on his couch. Here I are. So I'm sitting there on his couch. Like, Alex, what's up? It was like, here I are. I was like, um, going to Argentina and racing. You know, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, we're going to go race. You want to go? You know, like, what do you mean? I was like, uh, they're inviting TT wanna racers. Want to go? What's the catch? Yeah, because I want to go. <laughs> What's the catch? Well, I was like, there's inviting. no catch. Well, Somehow like, we can make this yeah. work. You want to you want to fly in and be a rock star? What's so hard about that? Well, it was just like the real catch was like, um, he's inviting TT racers. You know, I was like, we're TT racers, actually. So uh, Isle of Man racers, he was looking for Isle of Man racers to go race over there. And yeah, uh, yeah it was uh, we're racing in Copina. It was Argentina. And it was, um, boy, yeah. you know, so that was, he was wonderful. Really, he was really yeah. looking for me, but it's like, uh, suddenly you're here. Christine is here. Yeah. We I might as well with... give him three of us instead of one. I happen to know a couple other people. <laughs> <laughs> And they're right in front of me. Yeah, what are you looking for? TT racers? I got two. Yeah, yeah. The crew. It really, yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, the whole family you know, will come like, down. Yeah, I was like, just like that. I was like, yeah, it was it You got to awesome. go. Sorry, Alex. Yeah. You got to go. Sorry, Alex. Uh, got to get off the couch. Yeah. And, <laughs> get uh, off the couch and <laughs> go to Argentina. Whoa. Yeah, out that way. You know, it was awesome. But, uh, yeah, and it was David. David let us in, and it was, it was a really neat time. And uh, you can totally actually catch that. Uh, the Copina race is uh, on YouTube. You know, check out Copina, you know, uh, throughout the races. And it was see us so out there. cool. Yeah, they have the helicopter. It's actually... It never uh, rains in Argentina. You see the... the, the, the Race day. <laughs> Except on race day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Holy moly. I'm sitting there with Wade and it's like, ah, and I'm on the CX, uh, I'm on the R6 that uh, I haven't ever been on before. And uh, so I was Here, like, take sitting this, there and Wade's on the R1. And I was like, 
huh it's like it sure looks like it's gonna rain and sure enough you know, like it starts raining and then we got this chopper next to us but anyways we go through and uh we're, we're, we're we end up like passing everyone around us and then we get up on the hill and sure enough it's just like coming down and what's really neat is you can see the andes right and then we're on these knolly hills like you'd be in like certain parts of uh, uh northern california maybe in the middle but it was golden hills are you are but it, we're, we're 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 up there and we're on this double lane road where you are and it's just pouring right waits to the right of me and he's just roosting i'm on the uh he's on the r1 i'm the i'm on the uh i had a nice really brand new r6 and david's really, in front on the front on the rear wheel um no actually this is practice oh yeah okay. yeah and uh so we're okay. sitting there and are uh, we passed everyone and there's a little lightning over there and we're just going across this valley or not this valley this this road up in the hills and there's a ground the mountainous area and it just poured what like a, a motherfucker nice it was awesome you know it was like the first time actually we actually rode together uh the whole week because i didn't get the bike and stuff so we end up it's like it's gonna rain and here we are pop, 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 and we end up doing that wonderful run ah, then went back down and you know had to get ready to race and stuff but it was, it was yeah it ended up pouring <laughs> uh, yeah it's like uh, were, racing in the rain in argentina <laughs> were there, were there uh, any potholes on those roads perfect were there any potholes nope. on those roads? Perfect. Awesome. Perfect. perfect. They were perfect. It was like, un- yeah. it was just uncanny perfect. It was yeah. like, are you are. The return road yeah. was a little slippery, but the, yeah. the road was exactly. perfect. Exactly, the return it had, road. It like, had a valley up on top of the mountain. It was so nice. Not like around here. We got potholes yep. galore right now. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it was a it was a wonderful time, and they really really took care of us. It was it was really really cool, actually. Uh, yeah, we were in a, we were on radio, we were on TV. You rock know, star. We were, yeah, we were rock yeah, stars. We were rock totally stars. To, we were totally great. treated nice. And it was you know it was uh, a total uh, food chain. There was people with motorcycles <laughs> and cars and stuff, and there was people that got to the races in in a shop in a cart with a donkey and everything yeah. and there was people standing <laughs> sitting on rocks and stuff all over the place yeah top it was of the mountain there was country. some grandstands yeah the, the the whole area uh going going through the course people were sticking out one point wade and i were when we were together at that one when, when, when uh practice session um yeah someone stuck out and we just like brah and we just totally uh we did a flyby just straight get out yeah, of our they, way you they, know, were, we they would come out right you. like onto the track and everything and stick their hands out you could pretty much give them a high five but you might break their hand yeah they, can, they got really <laughs> close go just go up to them and make a look really good and then give them lots of pipe they want to hear the pipe oh great pipes they know exactly they pull all the exhausts off you were saying well wade actually in the end uh one of the make a super uh, bike (laughs) you had your argentinian burnouts up top after one of the races well no um they just did um we we did a photo session actually so we come to the top of the hill um i'm with david i i park a little ahead of them because we kind of got mobbed by everybody there's these five grandstands around they're kind of small but they're we got mobbed by everybody politely um take a photo take a photo and stuff so i got out of the way trying to leave the road clear so traffic could get by because everybody's there's only one way out of this place which yeah everybody's leaving but all these people are now on the road and then so they all wanted a photograph wasn't it pouring 
um, it, yeah, well, it it wasn't at first. We got most of the photographs. Well, it was, and then it wasn't. It wasn't ah. while we were getting photographs because I must have had twenty people sit on my bike for a photograph. But then <laughs> no they kidding. wanted to not ah. only not only a photograph, but they wanted to hear it. They wanted to they ah. wanted to rev the motor and and at least I want to say twenty of them rev that thing they to got the rev limiter. It's all about the rev limiter because nah, nah, you nah, let nah, them nah, do nah, it. Bouncing ah. all the rev limiter. Da, 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 da. I don't yeah, care. Argentinian yeah. burnouts. Unbelievable. <laughs> the, the little kid unbelievable. was the best. Unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. <laughs> I finally looked back at David and goes, "Hey, dude, is your people who's like eh, I hope they don't kill my bike yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes hey, you should kind of cut that off and it's like whoa you know and, and the bike survived couldn't believe it what are you talking about that's bad for the bike to just bounce it off <laughs> you? what are you talking about well, that's what the rev limiter is made for <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. The, that's the big question so right. it, it totally survived at least 20 people doing that I would never do that Jeez. but that's holy all holy. they do in Argentina it's the bad that's how you that's how that's you really how prove roll. that you're bad and and so the bike totally lived with it. So it rained, it poured, it totally downpoured. They gave David, a, which was a flag hanging from this sell it place, whatever. I forgot what they were selling. But anyhow, they gave this flag to him as a cape. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah 10 yeah. minutes later, they come back and they gave me one. It was totally <laughs> porn at that time. Yeah, yeah. I remember, it was so I, yeah. porn. It was a million people. Just lightning and, and everything. It was yeah. crazy. I got I got home totally, totally poured and uh, ended up getting into, into, into my inn. Uh, you were staying down uh, near the lake by then. Uh, I was still yeah. at the end up up top and I, I got in I was just like I was so dumbfounded I mean I, I'm soaked to the bone you know I was like but I won interestingly enough you were bad to the bone bad uh, to the I bone just, I just made it, <laughs> it, it was I got by a- I was like went by for a second I'm under the bridge and I see Wade near the bus or something I go Wade I think, yeah, I think I won. And then they go, what? Sure and he goes, oh, yeah, remember that? Yeah. And then they go, you, come over here. And then he dragged me into the next race. And I used all my tires and shit up for the last race. So it ends up like, oh, yeah, you know, because I had one set for the, you know, th- few things. And ended up, uh, I was like, they put me in number four in the superbike race, you know. So I'm sitting there. Like, well, and these guys are all like fucking like, you know, Jedi Knight fucking looking people. You know, like if, you know, if I had my old leathers on, you know, they all look <laughs> veterans. You know, they are all like fucking yar yar. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, and uh, sure enough, they sent me off immediately into the time to go fast. Race. Yeah, exactly. And I did my job. I was basically third or fourth. Uh, uh, well, I took off for a second, but uh, then they caught up to me. And um, then it got. <laughs> Then it started to rain, so I ended up backing off to fourth, uh, being my tires were pretty much ruined, uh, or actually not made for that shit. Um, one guy stopped in the middle of the track down below, and I was like, I was screaming at him, you know, and what the fuck, dude, get out of the line. He literally stopped in the middle of the course and said, I, I'm not racing no more. Yeah, stop racing somewhere else, dude. You know, or, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up, I finished third on that race. And um, that's when I went around, and yeah, that's when you boys ended up top. But yeah, it happened to be an anomaly. It was in a drought in Argentina. 
patting the rain there and fucking ever. You know, and Wade and I get there. Uh, one of our boys passed away that night before, and Wade said, uh, I guess the clouds are crying for that dude. It was a, yeah. it was a good yeah. young kid, and uh, his wife and kid were there. I mean, they were young'uns. Yeah. Totally, totally young'uns. Really rough. Yeah, really. Uh, when, I, when I left, uh, when I got in that morning, I was seeing her and him, or her and the kid leave. And yeah, boy, oh boy, you know. So yeah, so in the end, uh, totally, totally rained, you know, and um, we got through it. You know, totally. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we got a couple of minutes left here. Robbie Moto Tire Guy, you're going to Thailand. So what do you got to say about your shop? You want to tell anyone you're not going to be around? Uh, you can uh, text or email me the, uh, the um, no problem. Um, and just either send me stuff before or if you send stuff there when I'm gone, I think I have arrangements to bring it inside or uh, send it after. But just uh, email or uh, text. I'll call you back or uh, I'll be in touch. Yeah, and uh, send him, and uh, I believe you have to pay him in bot. Yeah, if you so come out it, there, you got to pay for beer and bot. But and, uh, here we still take dollars. All right, so I guess you'll pay him in dollars since he's not here. You know, there you are. And uh, Mr. Wade, uh, want to say hello and goodbye, and uh, you know, uh, going to Australia, and you know. God bless subculturation and boy, oh boy, and go, 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 go. And uh, yeah, thanks for sponsors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have many of them over the years, but right now, um, Sportcraft is uh, the owner of the Moto Guzzi that's go actually going with us and it took me a year or two to talk him into it. But him and Eric and everybody that's helping us get there, was, there's Race Tech and all kinds of people behind that Moto Guzzi. But many people over the years, and and actually many countries, seeing as that everybody's a TT fan. How are we going to follow you? I mean, or, uh, when you're going, uh, follow you on Facebook, follow no, you online. Uh, they they uh, have uh, Prince Philip Island has a uh, web page of uh, results. But also, classic. I mean, uh, you personally, Wade. It depends on how much uh, Wi-Fi I can actually get and play with. But so I I post stuff on Facebook and stuff and uh, all right. So it really we can find you that way. Depends if my iPad works. I can take pretty pictures and stuff. And I, f- I find myself usually when I'm out there, I'm I'm kind of cut off half the time. So yeah. we'll, we'll gotcha. See. Uh, all right. Well, good uh, luck, Wade. And, and uh, uh, one last public service announcement: the local, the rain, the storms. Potholes, eight-letter word of the day. <laughs> potholes are opening up left and right. Be careful, folks out there. There's potholes. Did I mention Everywhere. potholes? Everywhere. Potholes. And um, be careful. Hopefully, they fill them in soon. Call your congressman and tell them to fill the potholes. potholes. All right. Be safe, guys. <laughs> I returned the book three days late, and the lady was like, that'll be 75 cents in late fees. And I was like, that's what you think. I'm gonna, I got 75 cents in late fees, and I'm, I'm going to make Mexico pay for it. Better convert it to pesos. I, um, I work uh, in downtown. I work for that company Fitbit, but I don't wear a Fitbit, so that's like pretty awkward, you know. Like I feel like every time I show up to the office, it's like I've committed a faux pas. Working at Fitbit and not wearing a Fitbit's like showing up uninvited to an AA meeting with a keg of beer. Everybody stares at you disapprovingly, and you're the only one there who isn't tracking how many steps you've taken. That's a, an AA 12-step joke. Anybody here in AA? All right, way to stay anonymous. <laughs> you walked straight into that one, which is impressive because alcoholics don't always walk straight. I, uh, I, uh, I went to Lake Tahoe recently. I, uh, I, I forgot to bring sunscreen, though, so I had to buy some. I went to a gift shop. I found some. I picked it up. I looked at the label, and it said that it had the scent of sunshine. 
and I was like, what does sunshine smell like? I've never, I've never gone outside on like a hot day and be like, yeah, that's the good stuff, you know, or like it's daylight saving. So it's going to smell good for longer <laughs> or, or like it's, it's an eclipse. Don't sniff directly at the sun. It'll burn your nostrils. And, and like, isn't it crazy? They made the sunscreen smell like the thing that it's supposed to protect you from. <laughs> like that. That'd be like if they made raid that smells like bugs or baby scented condoms. <laughs> I still have time. Damn. All right. Well, what should I talk about? <laughs> uh, I'll end there. If that's cool. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> McConnon, McCannon, Moncannon. Just say it. You know, I forget it. <laughs> forget it. I was, uh, you know, I made a, I made a best friend the other day. I was on, uh, I was on an airplane, and this woman was sitting next to me, and she was really scared. She was like, "Oh my God, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. We're gonna die." We're gonna, and I was like, "Dude, listen. If we do crash, who do you want to eat first, right?" And it was so funny because she goes, the screaming baby. And I said, oh, my God, I was going to say the screaming baby. Oh, my God. And then we talked about, like, how we cook it and stuff, you know, because, like, you totally have to cook that baby smell off. You know what I mean? Like, that would really fuck with your head. All right. Everybody ready for my next comedian? My next comedian. As if I, I just hear my children or something. Um, give it up for Mr. Marcus Dittmeyer. All right, a lot of moving parts here. I'm, oh my God, I'm fine. I'm up here. Um, I'm so nervous, you guys. I am. I'm, I'm nervous. And, all right, uh, I want to explain to you guys moving parts. Uh, I want to explain to you guys my like this idea I have is sort of like a get off uh, thing I say as I, like at the end of my act every time. Uh, I've I've said it. I've tried it a couple times, but it's just weird. Um, and this probably won't be less weird if I explain it, but it's like, but if I say it at the beginning, then I go back and say it at the end, and it's like, woo, I made a, see what I did? I made a circle. Anyway, um, the thing I say is, uh, help, I'm stuck inside my body, and I'm, it's not working, you know, thanks. And, um, and it's like a reference to, uh, remember the Total Recall movie, where uh, he's, Arnold Schwarzenegger is uh, pretending to be like, dressed up in this old fat woman suit? And then he comes out, and it's not real, you know, because they ask him, you know, how long are you going to be staying in Mars, Marsia, or whatever the country was, or the planet? And he's like, uh, she's like, two, two weeks, you know, it's a lady. But then they goes, oh, and we be bringing any fruits and vegetables? And uh, she's like, two weeks, two weeks, you know? And then the guy's looking at her like, what the hell? And then two weeks, and like, the suit starts coming apart, you know, like... So anyway, that's just that's the visual I'm going for when I get off. You know, that's what's going on. I don't know. That's you know, like I said. Um, God, you really like feel it when you're up here. You know, it's this is real. Anyway, all right, moving parts. I gotta donate money here. I'm gonna. That's awesome. This is like a this piece of paper was a fucking great idea. Like this is a lucrative piece of paper. This this one. I mean this this piece of paper. Anyway. Um, Holy shit, you guys, a lot of you, you guys are all staring at me. What the fuck? Why is everybody staring at me? Jesus Christ, what is it? All right, 
that's uh, something that a friend of mine dared me to do once when I was, uh, we were in a, like a Fenton's. Have you guys been to Fenton's on the East Bay? It's a big guy, you know, yeah, yeah. In Fenton's. Just like in the middle, it's like, why don't you just stand up and yell, start yelling, like, why the fuck is everybody staring at me? What the hell is going on? And then like, you know, walk out. And, uh, I like, you know, I like, I had a friend who always dared me to do kind of funny shit. He was, I remember sending him an email. I had just like quit a job and he was like, uh, okay, the next thing you have to do is go and streak Safeway. Don't think about it. Just go, just streak Safeway. And I like, and I was all high and like, just get like, that would be so funny. <laughs> like, um, anyway, um, another friend uh, had like online dating dares that he, he, he had for me. He's like, I dare you to show up to your, like, Make a date on on OkCupid, but then before you uh, before you get there, go to like a 99 cent store and buy like you know uh, women's used women's pantyhose and put them on over your jeans and show up like that and see how that see how that goes. And then the other thing he dared me to do was uh, just you know go to a date and start talking to her for 20 minutes and then just like you know lean over the table and say like you know this we could keep getting to know each other or I could just you know or you could just come up to my place and I'll just eat your pussy for a half an hour or whatever. And, uh, so like, you know, he was just, he just thought that, uh, he just thought, you know, you gotta, you gotta try some shit. You gotta test yourself, try these things out. And I think that if we'd gotten to know each other long enough, if my friends, you know, if I were around that friend who dared me to do things often enough, he probably would have said, you know, Hey, uh, you know, you know, those two, uh, two female comedians you met at the, you know, comedy thing, you should invite them to invite them to your hotel room and then ask them to, if you could masturbate in front of them you know and then if they say you know and then if they say yes just go ahead and start doing it and uh i you know because i and i would and i would have i could see myself being like oh that would be funny like i would you know i would have done that like i would you know, just on a, on a dare so that's why i can't be mad uh about like I, the stuff louie did i don't think i think i would have done that on a dare um and uh so like <laughs> All the stuff in his, uh, so especially like, because all the all the things in that in his art, his you know his article, the the bad things he did, like m most of them are like, uh, it's mostly a fetish thing, you know, like he didn't, uh, like he basically asked people he worked with to to go fuck, except his thing was, you know, he wanted to ask them to watch him jack off, and that's like, so it's like a fetish. It's not like he did something wrong, because if the story had been like, hey. Do you want to fuck? Like that wouldn't have been, that wouldn't have been in the story. But it was like a weird fetish and jacking off. So it's like weird because he made, he made jacking jacking off the thing we do to avoid doing perverted things, right? Like we we go jack off to, you know, to get it out of our system. But now it's like, uh, anyway, it's kind of a bad. Thing. I don't have time to tie this together, guys. I feel like there's a lot, there's again, there's a lot of moving parts. Anyway, and then, but then the big thing that happened with the two comedians, it's like most crime. If there's two th two victims, it's worse. Like murder, double murder, way worse. But in this case, two victims, better. Because like, imagine if there had been twelve. Like if you'd invited twelve, you know, twelve people in the room, and be like, all right, can I, can I jack off in front of you? And they're like, oh, you know, ah, and they laugh. And then he, before they get a chance to, you jack off in front of twelve people. Then they all they're laughing and then they all leave. Like, would that be? That would be. That would be. Uh, would they all be like, holy shit, we were all just, I don't know, thought, that's a thought experiment, I'll just leave you with, with that thought experiment, um, I'm stuck in this body, uh, and uh, it's not working out very well, alright, hey, this has been really cool, thanks Community Radio.
you're not stuck in this body with me. I'm stuck in this body with you. I don't know. That was a, sorry. That was a, all right. You guys ready for your next comedian? So great news. Uh, I can't do a lot of jokes in between because I don't want to run out of time. Everybody needs to get on. So we're just going to do this really fast. Hey, everybody's having a really good time. Yay. All right. That's really great. Okay. Now let's bring up your next comedian. He's really funny. I know he is. Wait, what was that in the back? Okay. Everybody come on. put your hands together for this really great comedian. His name is Anthony Medea. Hey, y'all, keep it going, y'all. Get some love, y'all. Get some love. That's what I was talking about. Goddamn right. Yeah. I like how people kind of go, like, halfway, like, eh, we've done this all night. All right, uh, You know, it's all, I just uh, had surgery, y'all. Uh, so, then it's a great way to improve your sex life is by taking care of your hernias, y'all. All right? <laughs> Because uh, the thing that sucked about my hernias is that my, uh, my intestine was in my scrotum, y'all. So imagine trying having a nut while there's a intestine in your scrotum, y'all. All right? That's a little bit tough. Only thing is that was, like, pretty sad about it is that after it would happen, I would hear Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice in my head going, it's not a tumor. Because if you ever know what, like, a fucking hernia happens, that shit pops out. It's so, uh, like, that. you remember a little kindergarten cop? And it's like, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, I, I wonder how many of those kids were fucking, oh, it's such, if anything, now I look back at, like, movies like that, and I'm so sad.